Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. Hi there, everybody, and welcome back to the Sober Sassy Life podcast. So I'm back again after a bit of a summer hiatus, and I have really missed this. I feel especially drawn to do podcasts when something comes up in the news all my life that I can't get rid of out of my head. It just goes round and round, and I feel compelled to talk about it. And at the moment, in the news, there really is no shortage of material and this morning um, after last night's presidential debates one of the things that is front and center of the news is fat shaming so I think it's fair to say that lots of people who decide to quit drinking do so because they want to lose weight One reason that I wanted to quit was because I wanted to lose weight. So how many of us want to sort of ditch the booze boobs and the wine belly? It seems to be, you know, the one thing that gets us moving. Uh, Lots of people feel like this. They want to be physically healthier, less bloated, less puffy, less uncomfortable. And really, it's as good a reason as any to quit drinking. Who's to say reason you know for reasons one reason for quitting drinking is any better than any other Uh, and it really does blow me away that given that we as a society spend gazillions of dollars every year on the diet industry but we carry on drinking and it's really strange really when you think about it but hands up anybody who's listening to this at the moment who has tried to save calories by not eating dessert so you can spend the calories later on wine. And I did that all of the time. So one of the reasons that I wanted to quit drinking was that I was puffy. I was overweight. I had ballooned. Um, But the interesting thing about this sober journey is that the reasons that I decided to quit drinking in the first place definitely are not the reasons why I stay sober now. And the the really strange reason is that that does not mean that I have lost 30 pounds. In fact, a very weird thing happens when I quit drinking. I didn't lose a pound for ages. Now, I have shifted some weight, but I haven't gone down to a size 2 or a size 4 or anything. But the changes in me, inside of me, have been so profound and amazing that probably for the first time in my adult life, at least, I don't actually care how much I weigh. It doesn't bother me. My self-worth is not entangled up with the number on the scales. And that, for me, is extremely liberating because my this has not always been the case. So I had a 15-year relationship with somebody who fat-shamed me almost from day one of the relationship and then again on a regular basis. 
So very early on in our relationship, uh, he remarked that I was the fattest girl that he had ever been with. Nice, right? But this was entirely true. He was completely true because uh, previous to me, he dated very thin and very beautiful women. I was not thin. And that remark right there should have been a massive red flag, but it wasn't. It really wasn't. And to be fair, I had always had an issue with, with my weight and it doesn't come from one person. It comes from society in general. It comes from us judging people who are carrying too much weight uh, right from teenage years. It's, it's a huge problem. But the fat shaming continued throughout a relationship. He referred to me as chubby, not as a description, as an actual name. And he referred to me as chubby all the time in public, in private. And he actually believed that this was the sign of a healthy relationship because he was relaxed around me enough to say anything he liked and I was cool with it. So he thought that that was, that was a great thing about our relationship. And many people on my behalf, even when they said that was not okay, he would say, oh, she knows I'm only joking. She knows I'm only joking. And the couple of times when he did get way more personal in public and I did challenge him, suddenly I was being uptight and suddenly it was me who was obsessed with my weight and being shallow. It was it was a very, very bizarre, vicious circle. So, of course, the result of this was that I was absolutely obsessed with my weight uh, and I was completely uncomfortable in my own skin. After we split up, my drinking spiralled out of control. It had been an issue during our relationship, but I had managed to keep it under control. But on my own, it was completely out of hand. And the strange thing was that I was the thinnest at that time that I have ever, ever been. Because basically I was malnourished. I was just drinking. I was just drinking wine in the evening and eating toast. Uh, and I justified the wine to myself because I wasn't putting on any weight at all. So in my mind, I had just equated thinness with being healthy and it was really quite dangerous. So fast forward nearly eight years. It's taken me a really long time to understand but the fat shaming piled on me by my ex-partner wasn't my stuff. He was very insecure and his self-worth was tied up in how I looked. If I was thin, he felt that that reflected in a good way upon him. If I was in his eyes overweight, then that somehow reflected badly on him and he didn't like it. And that was all his stuff. So what I've learned in this sober journey and it wasn't until I gave up drinking, is that we all pull along a shit cart of stuff that's holding us back. And it's full of shit like shame and guilt and regret. And what's unavoidable, I found during the journey, is that you have to start rummaging through that shit and dealing with it and dumping it. And the stuff that's the heaviest is the shit that someone else 
else dumps in your cart. And that's the stuff that needs to go first without hesitation. The problem is with any kind of shaming that someone else heaps on you is the fact that you replay it again and again in your mind. And I have wasted so much time replaying in my mind what I could have said when I was being called chubby, how I should have reacted when he first dropped the fattest girl bomb in my lap. Uh, that the, the danger is, is that we get a double whammy of shame because we're so ashamed after the fact that we didn't stand up for ourselves. I mean, I just took it. I laughed. I was complicit. I allowed it, even though it made me miserable. And outwardly, it was like, oh, that's okay. That's just him. We're just so cool. He can say what he likes. It's safe. That I feel shame because I allowed that to happen. And that, again, is another pile of poo that you have to dump out of your shit cart. When you know better, you can do better. So these days, I would never allow anyone to disrespect me in any way. I mean, these days, my self-worth is not attached to the scales. These days, I appreciate being healthy, but my health is not measured by the mirror. My point is this. If you are starting this journey because you want to be healthier and lose weight, well, that's great. I applaud you. But if you're doing it for someone else, it's going to be a very, very tiring journey. Because like me, you're already starting by pulling a cart full of somebody else's shit. So as soon as you can, start shoveling out that shit. Because your journey would be a lot easier. And by the end of the journey, you will realise that the freedom from all that crap that you've been carrying around with you, the freedom of all that shame that you're feeling is replaced by a liberated, a liberating feeling and comfort in your own skin. And that has nothing, nothing to do with what you see in the mirror. So thanks so much for listening to me today. And I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye for now. Thank you.